first in tea. I'm Marissa. And I'm Sarah Grace Kennedy. And we have some tea to spill. So today's episode is we are we will be discussing the Paris Hilton documentary. This documentary has been talked about for weeks. I, I think it came out just last month. So it's pretty new. Um, and it's on YouTube. If you have not checked it out, check it out. I highly recommend. Um, so let's dive in. So to start off, I was completely shocked. Um, have you ever heard Paris Hilton talk in like her nor- quote unquote normal voice? Like I've always just oh. known like from the simple life and yes. <laughs> that's hot. And, yeah, yeah, that's hot. Yeah. I've only <laughs> known her like in the public eye. Like I never realized it was like that's her persona. It's not really like who she is. So what did you yeah. think? I thought that too. I was okay, so I don't remember exactly what she said that she didn't know how to do. Um, I don't know if it was dishes or like cleaning or something, but she talked about that with some of her old friends. And I was like, oh, I remember that scene from The Simple Life. And oh, wow, she was just playing an act. And I mean, I guess I can see that now. But it, it made good television. I don't like the early 2000s, like, I mean, for rea- like the start of reality television. But basically. even after the documentary, she's still doing it. Like, I'll see like, things when she's on Instagram or something like that and she still has that voice. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely because I feel like people like I didn't know that was like her voice until this documentary where she's being like her true authentic self and it's definitely her persona from like doing the voice and being extra like being like the ditzy blonde everyone like mocked her to be in reality she's like this very intelligent woman and a successful businesswoman um she is she really took it and made a business out of it yeah it's really smart of her um and so to like move on I didn't so one of her aunts they interviewed at the beginning Kyle Richards She's, like, actually on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, one of the reality shows I've been watching for years. <laughs> and, like, I didn't know, because, like, I would wa- I watch these shows with my mom. So, like, I did not know they were re- related at all until, like, she was like, oh, that's Paris Hilton's aunt. And I was like, no way. They, like, they don't look similar, like, look like they could be, like, related at all. And it was, like, no, her sister married into, like, the Hilton family, and I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I would see Paris Hilton on, like, The Real Housewives, and I was like, oh my god, this is insane. Um, See, I didn't know that, because I never watched that show. Yeah, and now they want... I didn't know. And they want, like, Paris Hilton's mom to be, like, one of the next housewives to join the show, and I was just like, oh my god, (laughs) this is all... This is all crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, little fun fact. And, like, so do you know, like, her and Kim Kardashian were, like, friends? And, yes. like, that's how Kim Kardashian, like, kind of got. Wasn't it funny when you saw that like, video, like, where the person, like, almost shoved, like, Kim to take a picture yeah. of Paris? Like, that would oh never happen now. 
I'm just like that. I it's like ironic. Yeah, and like just how times have changed. Like it's like I mean, no one. I don't think a paparazzi would shove either one of them if they were together to like get a picture of just one of them. Like, no, that would not happen. But I did not know Kim Kardashian was like her assistant. I thought they were just like best friends or something. Like, cause they would go out all the time with each other. Yeah, um, I think they were assistant, and then they became really good friends and then like Kim was even saying that she owes a lot of um her success or something like that to Paris like she watched her yeah and definitely got her like networking with a lot of people and her voice too her like voice is very similar to Paris and it's different tone but they both kind of have that kind of valley girl. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> that valley girl voice. Um, so to segue into another question, do you think, oh, so like later on in the documentary, you know, like social media is such a big thing now. And like Paris Fulton was like, like there were reality shows before in the early 2000s, but like, she was the reality star before it was, like, yeah. the Kardashians and everything else. Um, do you think she, they bring up this really good topic of, like, do you think she created a monster by starting this big, being, like, an influencer, being, like, this big influencer? We have the YouTube stars and, like, social media influencers. Now, like, there's so many different types of influencers from different outlets because social media is such a big thing. Do you think, like, it's a, like, this big monster now, or do you not, like, agree with that statement? I, okay, when she said that, that was, that was, like, a moment where I had to think, like, oh, wow, that was, if I can remember anything from the documentary, that was one of the things, for sure, and in a way, I think she did create a monster, because it, it became social media has been a different experience for a lot of people and when people would see influencers and people who are getting a lot of likes or views and they were feeling bad about themselves because they weren't getting as high in the number or when influencers are also kind of making this like fake life of like glamour and um, just always being happy, and they're only recording or taking pictures of one snippet of their life, and they're not showing the whole thing. And so, this whole idea of this life of glamour, and if you hit this level or make this amount of money, she even mentioned this in the documentary that she wants to make it to a billion dollars, but she's never going to feel sufficient or like maybe that's not the right word but like feel like that's enough because it's not you know that she wants to find love and you know you can have all this stuff but if you don't have someone to share it with it kind of makes it sad and so I think they kind of paint this life of glamour and money and that's what makes you happy but oh 
continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I think definitely like being in the public eye for so long. I like felt for her when she was like, she wanted, she wants to have like that person to share life with. And like, she's gone through such a bad road when it comes to relationships. And um, we'll get into that more like a little soon. Um, but I think yes and no, like I agree, yes and no. Like she definitely like pivoted, like it's what she did started the whole like influencer lifestyle. I don't like I wouldn't place the all the blame on her. I think it just I think like it just evolutionized to this bigger thing than it started out to be. Like, I think she was definitely one of, like, the OGs of being an influencer. Um, but I wouldn't place, like, I wouldn't call her a monster for, like, starting this. I mean, it just no. turned into what it is today because social media and technology is so much bigger and so much easier and accessible to have. Like, even if you don't follow these people, you still know about them. 100%. Um, yeah, like, she was definitely one of the people who started it, but, I mean, there were other people who really changed the game. I mean, like, even the Kardashians, I would maybe put them more on the list of people who really started it. I mean, Kim Kardashian doesn't even – I was watching this documentary months ago, and it was about the Kardashians, and it had mentioned that – she doesn't even need to have need to pay for advertising because she advertises herself. She just yeah. on her story. And same thing with Kylie. I mean, they are able to they change the idea of like they put their face on there and that they're the brand. And so they mm-hmm. only need to do the advertising themselves. They don't need to go to other companies to you know advertise or anything because everybody knows who they are and everybody knows what they're selling yeah because most people follow the them I mean they're all together I mean they have a huge following everybody knows who the Kardashians is even if you don't like them you know who the Kardashians yeah. are yeah I don't even watch the show and I know what's going on like throughout the show because I follow like e-news and all that so yeah. like they give like synop like they talk about it and it's like, I don't even watch a show, but I know what's happening. And, like, for example, so, like, it came on after one of the, like, reality shows I watched on Bravo. Because they're on, the, like, they're owned by the same, like, company. So, like, they'll play different shows from their channels. And, like, so, like, my mom actually, like, had it on. And I was on FaceTime with her. And, like, I was surprised because she, they, my, they have, they want nothing to do with it. Like, they don't watch the Kardashians. And they don't really care. But, like. They were watching, I think it was, like, one of the first episodes of the new season, and um, my mom, like, my dad was, like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Like, how everything's, like, all connected. And, like, me, my mom doesn't even watch the show, but she, like, was explaining it to him, too, and I just thought it was hilarious, because, like, you don't even need to watch the show to, like, know who they are, at least for, like, me and my mom mom, that wasn't such a big problem, but, like, my dad had no clue at all. (laughs) uh yeah like they and even their fashion has kind of gained influence too I mean I remember when Kim was wearing bike shorts 
and then all of a sudden bike shorts became really popular like yeah people were buying bike shorts all the time like even um pink at the store they had bike shorts and uh, shorts and i don't think i remember them having those before and so they've like really influenced different in different ways and they and a lot of their stuff is on social media like when you watch the show it's um it's like a behind the scenes of what you saw on social media or what you basically. heard on the news. yeah you know, like basically their input like an interview almost and uh, yeah um we kind of got like off topic and started talking about the kardashians yeah. but um uh, we're gonna let's get back to paris um, <laughs> poor paris so uh, now we're in paris instead of kim <laughs> yeah. so like i mean we all know about like kim kardashian's sex tape and all that but i had no idea like going back to like she's had a very tough road with um relationships i had no idea that she had a sex tape ever leaked also, we were, like, really young when all this went yeah. down, but I still, like, that never, like, everything gets resurfaced at some point, and, like, that, ne- I never heard about that ever, and it broke my heart, honestly, when it, when they dove, like, into her past and, um, her relationships, like, I didn't realize how much she went through yeah. as a child, and, like, even through her adult years, like, being in the public eye, um, Cause like that, the the boyfriend she had at the time that did that, he was awful. I have some choice of words to <laughs> describe him, but yeah, can do I, that. I couldn't imagine that. I mean, and it, it, the same thing happened with Kim Kardashian. I think I had heard about that. I forgot about it. Um, but I know the same thing happened with Kim Kardashian. There's this whole conspiracy I know I'm going back to the Kardashians again but um they both have those similar experiences and it's just it's really devastating and you know and it's like like today it's definitely wouldn't be it made a point like it wouldn't be as big of a deal as it it, like if it were to come out today those headlines and stuff people would not be like so like calling her names like slut shaming her or anything like that it's like that's none of our business I think like we've grown I mean I think our generation has grown to like we don't really need to know like yes we like celebrity news and all that but like we don't need to know everything and like that got out who cares like I mean yeah this was just like a bad like they were both in like different situations and Paris Hilton like felt like she was forced to do it which I felt really bad for her yeah on her instead of the guy who released it and like now you know the a lot of the blame would go to him which it should because that was not something that she was intending for anybody to see and so I think that I didn't want to do it in the first place. That doesn't place the blame as much on women. Yeah, I, it definitely wouldn't have been such a big deal if it were to come out today. I mean, definitely backlash on whoever leaked it, mm-hmm. which should obviously be like a no-brainer. Like whoever leaked it deserves the repercussions coming to them. Um, 
But on that note, um, oh, we kind of already discussed that. I already asked that. Um, <laughs> would you ever, so like later in the documentary, it ta- they dive into her childhood. Um, and, you know, she grew up in a pretty lavish lifestyle because her family owns the Hilton Hotels. Like, that's their empire. Um, but it seems like she had, she went through the wild child phase, like, in her teenage years um, because she had such easy access. She was able to, like, be able to go out and have fake IDs and stuff. Like, it felt like it was probably more easily accessible for her to get, which is why she – and, like, just the amount of pressure probably it came from with, like, being in such a – well-known family you like felt trapped and she like felt alive at the nightclubs and stuff yeah but her parents would send her to these emotional retreats and from that just title I was like that's a load of bs like that's yeah it's definitely not like this nice thing to go to I would like no kid like you would I would you ever send your child to these emotional retreats after like hearing what she had like what actually went down during these things like would you even believe it no I mean I wouldn't have done that period I mean I feel like they were she was a problem and the best way to solve a problem is to get rid of the problem and they weren't really legitimately getting rid of her but literally they yeah, like, they were sending her away to camps, um, and hoping that she would become better or brainwash through it, but I think they really should have just sat down and talked to her, and, like, tried to figure out what was going on, and then, like, fit to her needs, because obviously, with that whole wild child phase, it's, it's, it's a cry for help, you know, it's, they, just I don't know I I feel like they were too much into their own image which I understand because they're in the public eye but at the same time there's no one more important than your child and so I yeah just I don't know I feel like there's other celebrity you know that have celebrities that have kids and their kids come out fine yeah I I would definitely (laughs) like I would never send my child to one of those things like those emotional retreats like that just sounds like a load of bs to me Mm -hmm. um like I wouldn't I'm very like I would definitely have to do my research before like just being like oh you're gonna go to this thing like that's what I think their problem was they were just like we found this thing we'll send her to it supposed to help like they they I think they were kind of naive with these things and I I would never like send my child to one of these things I would take them to a therapist if they did not want to talk to me they did not feel comfortable talking to me but this is also like not the 90s 2000s this is like I think like yes mental health is still stigmatized but um they probably didn't think of like therapy at first they probably thought this was like another form of therapy maybe yeah but I would take my child to like a psychologist or a therapist if they'd like did not feel comfortable talking to me yet about what's going on yeah I want them to like go talk to someone that it's guaranteed you're you could go like it'd be good for them and that's what I think is so great about that mental health is now a topic of discussion 
um, in the city. Like, it really wasn't as much back then. We kind of kept it a secret. And I think that because there's, like, so much, like, resources that people can get help with, that that would have probably been the best option. And I feel like that more people would be more inclined to do it now. Than send I just think, like, it's definitely good that we're talking about mental health, but, like, I mean, I have my own mental health issues, and, like, I'm close with my parents, like, I tell them about, my, like, stuff that's going on, but I also, like, see, see a therapist about it, because, like, I need a professional, like, point of view of, like, ooh, like, what stuff I'm going through or whatever, like, whatever's on my mind, like, I just need, like, professional advice, I don't know, yeah. but, like, it's just, uh, I don't even know where I was going with this, but, um, <laughs> yeah, basically, I would never send my child to an emotional retreat or anything like that, if they're getting sent somewhere, it's probably to, like, a camp or whatever, it's not going to be, like, to do manual labor like that's traumatizing yeah i mean I how wild my child is I mean, just that was awful and i mean okay so she had mentioned in the documentary that she was kidnapped and the oh my god yeah and i i mean that would have been number one and then they like sent her to that boarding school that is awful and she's like now taking a stand and like being like shut the school down because she was abused in every way and that that is like so sad i never knew that and like it was in utah like salt lake city or whatever or like yeah. somewhere near salt lake city and you know like it's a very christian mormon that re religion kind of headquarters and it's it's shocking that like there were boarding schools like that around this and it's like just the it it was very eye-opening like with it's like do all boarding schools do that like I never been no. to a boarding school like a washer yeah I think like if she tells her parents that like, yeah they would like straight up lie to the parents and it's like you that's not good if you're not letting your child like the child speak to their family you know there's like as a parent you should know like there's something wrong like if you're oh, not yeah. having any communication with your child and she wouldn't even her parents didn't even believe her when she would tell them yeah I, and that was so sad to me because like i don't know how that stuff i don't think that stuff would fly i don't think it should be flying at all but it shouldn't fly nowadays Absolutely not. So I'm glad she's, like, using her platform to, like, finally address this. Because it, it seemed like a very hard thing for her to talk about. Like, it took now. Well, it was shot a year ago. But it took, like, this long for her to, like, finally talk about it for everyone to hear. Um, yeah. And bring awareness to it. So, like, with that and, like, all the trauma she went to, went through, sorry, do you understand now, like, why she put this, she puts this, like, persona on? Yeah, I think so. I, I feel like she does that to kind of hide the pain in a way, you know, like, she acts like a different person who doesn't have 
who acts like she doesn't have any struggles or, you know, anything like that. And putting on that act kind of helps her cope, I think. At least that's how I took it. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, with all, like, the traumatized, like, I think she- she puts this persona on so like she could try to be fulfilled in some way and like try to create a world like that she really wants and she's like done that but she was like I won't be fulfilled unless I make like a billion dollars and I was just like oh my god like I already think like I I would feel satisfied with whatever like she has a nice house she has like all this stuff but I mean with all this like the mental health issues she probably faces and like the trauma ties like stuff she's been through I understand why she's never satisfied I didn't want to keep like going and going and going well it's also that thing where it's just it very exaggerate it like it's a bigger thing that most people don't relate to like where we're trying to earn a billion dollars but I think and we kind of strive for certain goals and once we make those goals we have different goals and yeah like oh we feel good about it for 10 minutes and then okay well what's the next thing I have to do what's the next thing I want I think we constantly want things and her thing is money and keeping up with and it does come from, like, sh- I mean, she grew up, like, well off, and, like, yeah. she still thinks, she, like, sh- she thinks her mom sees her as, like, a 12-year-old, like, as a teenager still. So, like, having her own way of, like, making money and stuff, I think definitely helps her with, like, that her mother is not always in control of her. Yeah. No, there's this thing where it says, you know, you kind of are stuck at the age of when you got famous. Do you think that she's kind of stuck there too? Um, in some ways? Yes and no. Like, that kind of was what I was leading to, like, with my next question. Like, do you think she'll age out of her brand? Like, they asked her at the end of, like, the documentary. Like, she is, like, in this. I mean, I don't How old is she? She's got to be, like, early 30s I'm gonna look it up real quick um I really think how old is she she's 39 oh my my god no way she looks amazing she looks amazing what the heck I know Um, I think maybe maybe not she said she she has like all these grow up I think she said that in the documentary that she like I don't think, she, yeah, she she says she's not going to age out of her brand. Yeah. Which I can definitely see. I mean, I'm, this is like the Paris Hilton we're used to. So for her, if she like were to tomorrow or like sometime next week, just change her look and persona, it would definitely be a culture shock to like her followers or fans hands and like just anyone that knows who she is um but she's got all these brands and like she has that audience of like our age and like older like people have followed her since like the simple life and when she got really big um 
I mean, maybe I was like, maybe if she reaches her goal, goal like money wise, she could be like, maybe I'm done, like re like reconsider. But I don't think she'll like really change her style and who she is publicly at this point. I think she's staying the way she is because that's what like, all she yeah. really knows. I mean, that's she's been doing that for probably more than she wasn't doing that. You know, like yeah. Like at this point, why why would you like age out or try to age out of? I think her brand the reason why she's able to do that is because in her own time she's just Paris, but yeah. then she has to be in front of other people. She's Paris Hilton, and so as long as she doesn't completely stay like this persona, I think that's why she's able to do it. Like, if it's not, it's not, like, a 24-7 thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why she can keep doing it. But I would get exhausted over time, just pretending to be something I really wasn't. I mean, she's not doing it all the time, so, like, it is good that, like, in her private, when she's, like, with herself and, like, her close group, like, she's herself. Like, she knows when to, like, turn it on and turn it off which is a good and bad thing but I think it's mostly a good thing yeah um, it bring it brings her back to like reality I feel like um but to like kind of wrap this up after watching this documentary do you see Paris Hilton in a whole new light I do I do I think that she has really overcome a lot um, I think that her trying to make a platform to, I mean, it's not, her going out there and trying to explain what happened is not just a money game. I mean, I mean, she might have made money from the documentary, but anything outside the documentary, that's just her way of trying yeah. to make a change and to try to make awareness of that because I didn't, I never really thought about those camps. Yeah, I, mean, I never like. I think of any of the world's problems, I don't think of that. And so yeah. she talked about something different that it's, people don't talk about. Well, it's like, it's like they've got these like camp things happening in other, like we know about like far worse stuff, like it's all bad, but we, like, tend to hear more through news outlets, like, the worst kind of stuff, but this stuff is also happening in our country, like, yeah, it could be happening in our backyards and no one would know about it, so it's just, like, I think it's good that she's bringing awareness to the horrific things that's happening at, like, these boarding schools and camps and stuff, like, I, and, like, for her to have such a big platform helps a lot with, like, even the girls she went to school with that she's helping, that she helped yeah. out. And, like, yeah, it's just, it's crazy, like. She gave them a chance to be able to. Yeah. She gave them an even bigger platform. Yeah. And I think it might have helped them a little bit. I mean, it's never going to, they're never going to completely heal from that. Um, but mm -hmm. it might just help them a little bit and if anything just like just get some closure yeah and justice like I personally do see her in a whole new light because growing up in the early 2000s all I knew about Paris Hilton was that she was this ditzy blonde like 
the simple life and all that like and just the like late night talk shows and even daytime talk shows like whenever she was brought up in news outlets they kind of like mocked her and like that's all you knew like they would just like she was like the punchline of a joke or something yeah she was and I just that's all I really knew and this documentary put a lot in perspective of like what we don't see in celebrities lives like not just hers but like this could be in other people's lives I mean there's so much you don't see behind camera when cameras like are on them like we hear about different things of because people like to just leak news like I that's what I feel bad about with like the whole celebrity spotlight is like you probably feel like you can't trust that many people because it ends up like news just gets and ends up being out there anyway about them cameras on or not um and like celebrities can say they're open and some are but like a shock in itself with the trauma she went through and why she is the way she is is like I thought this was like a really good documentary about like a celebrity otherwise like because it was her it was her telling her story it wasn't like you know when they do documentaries about celebrities that have like passed away and stuff and it's like you're hearing it from like the other people's perspectives which is good but like you wish you could hear it from like the person that actually went through that trauma and like went through the troubles they went through not just like after the fact and like this documentary I felt was very authentic and I really enjoyed it. Me too. I enjoyed it too. I, I thought it was very interesting. It put a, a painted on a new picture of her for me. And when I watch her now, I just kind of, it's different now. You know, I don't yeah. see her as this ditzy blonde. Um, I see her as someone who is smart and has been through a lot and is, you know, putting on this persona but people enjoy the persona and people like watching it and so she's gonna definitely keep doing it because that's her brand that's how she developed it she has like her own aesthetic in a way that's how I think she has like regenerated like the simple life and all that for our generation now that we're older and like we can like easily watch those shows from like back in the day it's kind of like turned into an aesthetic like her quote that's hot like it's just like a whole different perspective from our eyes. So like I think people in older generations that like don't even follow her but like knew about all this stuff should probably watch the documentary. Just like yeah. I mean, end it there for me. Like I think a lot of people should watch it. I mean, if you know, if you like a good documentary, if you like celebrity documentaries, documentary definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend it. Yeah. Well, that's all the hot tea we have for today. I hope that you enjoyed it. Again, I am Sarah Grace Kennedy. And I'm Marissa Arms. And this is the University. See you next time.